Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we are going to tackle Season 1, Episode 10 of the OC. Um, I'm pretty excited about this one. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Kenzie. How are you today? I'm so good. I I can't believe we're 10 episodes in. I know. I I didn't realize it was episode 10, and I always write down, like, the number, and I was like, 10? Like, dang. Like we've gotten pretty far into this already. It's, it's really pretty cool. Awesome. Um, I'm getting know. to the point where I remember because I watched this on TV growing up, For sure. and then I my fa- I don't know if anybody listening ever did this. My favorite thing growing up when we would have like school breaks, like the week of Thanksgiving or like the week in between um, Christmas and New Year's, all I would do is go to bed, go to my go to bed, you know. Air quotes, <laughs> and just watch every DVD of every season that was available and just like watch them all over again. I vividly remember putting these DVDs in at the point we're at now. Like okay. I remember watching this like over yeah, and it, over and over. Yeah, I remember I was sitting there. I was like getting ready to press play. I was like 10. I was like, I even said to myself, is this right? I, had to get, <laughs> I literally went to like the podcast app on Apple. You're like, okay, we've done nine. <laughs> oh, it is number 10. Okay, this is cool. Um, and, and then when you watch the episode, it's like, oh, like, yeah, like this is a, like, I, I literally wrote it down. This is a spicy episode. Well. It is. <laughs> There's very- a lot going on. We were talking about, um, they like burnt through the drama, the first like four episodes, yeah. and then it kind of slowed down. I, they're, they're Hello. back. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I, like, literally was drinking coffee. And when something's really stressful, I like drink way faster. And I was like, mm-hmm. I went through a lot of coffee, guys. That's so good. And of course, folks, as always, what we do is we watch the episode each and every week. We hope we're joining us and the people that are like we keep on getting responses and comments. And it's like we're watching with you guys every week. It's so cool. Like, it's so awesome to think that people are doing this with us each and every week. But we talk about the episode. We give you guys our MVP, some quotes, and then we'll give you guys some fun facts as well. Um, If you're listening at home, leave some comments on wherever we post it, who your MVPs and stuff are. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you guys about it. I'd love to chat them out on here. Uh, each and every week, but we're about to uh, focus on my favorite part of the episode. This has become the reoccurring favorite part of the episode. The goal each and every week. The now, synopsis. Man. Exactly. So for me, I, what I ask Kenzie of you is never to read the synopsis because I want to read it for <laughs> live on the air. I want a real action. And we talked about it a little bit last week whenever I, because I saw a little bit of ahead of time and I told her how excited I was about this synopsis. So you, are you ready? I, I'm ready because I almost went to IMDb to see the date this episode aired. And I was like, no, because if I see like the first sentence of the synopsis, yeah. so yes. I, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Gonna, you know what? I'm going to add that to my synopsis every week now that you said that. So season one, episode 10, The Perfect <laughs> Couple, aired on November 12th of 2003. Okay. Um. All right. So. That means we're really close to Thanksgiving, huh? The show. We are. That oh, we are. Oh, shit. Um, I think we are like three episodes. All right, so here it comes. Work keeps Sandy and Kirsten apart. Rachel makes a play for Sandy. Julie's secret lover is revealed, and and it's got like the you know the dash. It oh says, God. "Oh my God, oh my God," basically, but it's spelled O M I G O D. With exclamation point, bam. And then it says Summer realizes she likes Seth, but, and then, it, you know, parentheses, but don't ever tell anyone. 
<laughs> what? Seriously. What is this? It's like a bullet point for every <laughs> sideline story instead of being like, like they don't so even I'm bring gonna, up the yacht. I'm going to pull it up on the screen for you. They don't even bring up the yacht. I'm going to pull it up on the screen for you right there. Oh my As God. Because, for those at home, I'm pulling it up on the screen on, on YouTube. You can check this out right now, but if not, otherwise. God, this um, is a terrible one. But look at this. Like how, like who wrote this? Like who wrote that? Who also, wrote that? <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. It's like... And who types, oh my God, like this? I'm going to start now. <laughs> Sorry to anyone I text. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. Terrible. It's not, it's, it's like, oh my, it, like, I mean... <laughs> it's, so it's pretty bad. terrible. I mean, and is... there, there's so much to unpack in this. Like it's, if this is your first time watching it, like they really do, they kind of spoil a lot in the synopsis. Yeah, like, and like... You don't know that Julie has a secret lover before this episode. To, like, <laughs> no. Say that, like. <laughs> so if this is your first time like, watching it, it's like. <laughs> and like, I don't like synopsis synopses that are like bulleted. Like, no, like I would summarize this episode like, there's a party on a yacht and drama ensues. Like, you don't <laughs> say what the drama is like Everything. in a list. <laughs> Like, like literally, the literally listed out. Rachel makes a play for Sandy. Julie has a secret lover, and Summer likes Seth. That's the entire. Like, we don't even need to talk about anything. Like, that's the oh episode. my god, We're six episodes, six minutes in. Bye, guys. I'll yeah, see exactly. you next week. Like, yeah, exactly. what? This is ridiculous. I'm gonna file a complaint. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and dive into this. It's funny. I wrote season one episode ten episodes deep. It's crazy. Mark, it's pretty crazy. Okay. So we open with a, a little bit of a spicy scene. As I, Very as steamy. Very, very steamy. Very. I have a question though. Okay. I have a serious question. Why is Marissa so out of breath? Okay. I, I don't know if this is a Misha Barton thing. I'm really sorry if Misha Barton's listening because I love her. I watched The Hills new reboot for her. Um, She's always kind of out of breath. Like, in general. And she's always, like, really awkward. And, like, I don't know. Like, she looks, like, stiff. Like, when they're making out and stuff. Even when it was with Luke. Yes. And I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it's, like, a she doesn't, like, um, acting and kissing. Like, she doesn't want to do romantic scenes or something. I don't know. It's really weird. Because Ryan's not out of breath. No. And it's not, like, they're fully clothed, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's not, like... They've been doing anything like for that's them the extent to be of it. Out of right, that they're just like it's just over. Maybe she has a deviated septum. I have a deviated septum, and I like get so really out of breath. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. It's, it's horrible. Okay. Yeah, so maybe she has like a. It's gonna be our. Problem. We're gonna get. We're gonna get shirts made. Shirts <laughs> deviated made. septum club. <laughs> if anyone listening has a deviated septum, we're a support group. <laughs> Contact us for support. Misha Barton included. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so obviously I want to point out again, I pointed this out the last two episodes, but the music right now is so good during this scene. It's, it's, it's literally so like I watch everything with subtitles. So it like says the lyrics for it. Like, like lyrics, it says like everything. <laughs> and it was like romantic music. And I was like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Like you didn't it was really second. funny. You don't even second guess it. Um, but they bring up that it's a Tuesday, or like I guess just a weekday. I don't know why it's a Tuesday. They bring up that it's a weekday. 
they bring up that it's 11 p.m. Like, what? If 11 p.m. on a school night and they're like making out, like, go home. Where are <laughs> yeah. your parents? Like, yeah. I don't understand what's going on. Because then Kirsten comes in and is like, oh my God. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I told you I'm going to do it forever now. <laughs> um, and she, like, she comes in like, hey, Sandy's at home. I'm like, why are you got why are you up at 11 p.m.? When I was in high school, like I never went to bed at 10 p.m. But that was like my parents, like, okay, go upstairs, no more. Like, yeah. Like, what are you she doing? It's 11 p.m. Like, yeah. what did you think she was coming in to tell him? I don't know, but my favorite thing ever. This is the line of the episode. That's oh, never for sure. happened with Seth. <laughs> It's just so funny because like Ryan is friends with Seth, you know, but like even they, they like always are just bashing Seth, which is like a comment made later in the episode by Seth, but it really is it, too. It's like really funny. Like they just all like punching back, man. Like it was really funny though. It was a really great line. I See just... your team Kirsten again. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And right now I am. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait till yeah. later. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no. Um yeah, I just <laughs> was so good. Um really Ryan and Marissa. Um yeah, it it's 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 just, on. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, on. They're 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 a go, folks. It it really is. Um it, it's just so funny. And then of course we <laughs> um <laughs> oh, then <laughs> this is funny. So Sandy and Kirsten are talking about this in the kitchen now, right? Because she know, you know, who she are went... also very hot and heavy. Right. This episode's right. very steamy. Like it's, you were really calling well. it spicy. Yeah. It's steamy. like it's like you know when you get like taco sauce and it's like picante, mild, like whatever. This is the hottest flavor available. It really is. It's so like, good. Um, but I, I love what he says. <laughs> He goes, Ryan and Marissa Cooper, didn't I tell you? I love that because it's like, he's like, this show is one of the most like adult heavy, like teenage drama shows where like the drama involves the parents. Yeah. But it's like so funny. Like even they're ensued by like the right. teenage drama of like, will they, won't they? He's like, I knew they would. Like, it's exactly. really funny. Like Sandy's also watching the OC guys. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like literally. Yeah, but I like that she's like, Sandy be an adult talk to him like there's rules and he's like but I knew they were going to be a couple like, <laughs> that's all he cared about <laughs> like it's so funny Sandy is so emotionally invested in all of the relationships I mean it's even so obviously good. his own sons like he's obviously invested in that too but it's just so funny how like he felt so emotionally invested in Ryan and Marissa that he was like yeah I called that I, like yeah. he, he won like, the pool at work that said yeah. Marissa and Ryan were going to end up together it's so good it's it so is. funny but he witnessed, if you think about it, I didn't think about it till right this second, but he witnessed the meeting. Remember when he was smoking and he was like, okay, you can't do that in the house. It was the yeah. first time he met Marissa and Sandy yep. witnessed that. Yep. So Sandy kind of like, I yeah. mean, he didn't introduce them, but like kind of did. Kind of did. Yeah. yeah. He's a matchmaker. <laughs> Sandy Cohen matchmaker. <laughs> I bet you the things. Um, obviously, and then S Sandy and Kirsten get a little hot and heavy, and then Ryan walks in on them, which is so it's good. so funny. It is. It's just, I love, again, a, a testament to the writing. You know what it's I mean? It's so I epic. Just... Like, because that was, like, on purpose. 
you know? <laughs> and then we kind of have the the moment where it's, I guess it's like the next morning, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and then, then like- Seth comes in while <laughs> Ryan is apologizing for last night. And Seth is like, what happened last night? And then Sandy's like, well, I do need to talk to you about that later. And he's like, what happened last night? And then the only person left in the kitchen is Kirsten. And he's like, mom, what happened? Like, can someone tell me? And she just kind of looks at him with the Ryan Atwood move of just a glare, walks away. And he's like, I guess I'm just comic relief. And it's the <laughs> so funny thing. So angry. <laughs> because, like, if you think about it, like, Ryan's new to their family, but they're already, like, associating more with Ryan than Seth. And they are with Seth. It's like everything Seth has said has been happening to him at school where he's like ignored. Nobody talks to him. <laughs> it's like happening too. in his own home. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, it was great. And then of course, Seth and Ryan on their way into school, they start obviously conversating about what happened when Seth discovers that Ryan has slept with multiple girls. Is okay. The- first it's like, well, how was the sex? And he's like, which time? And he's like, there were more than one time. And he's like, with one the same girl or different girls he's like there were more than one girl like it's the funniest thing and he's like i need to sit down and then it like cuts to marissa and summer talking about it and it's kind of like the funniest thing um that she's like you already did that like just go on with it right because has it been addressed that summer is also unexperienced in a virgin i don't think so Sorry for spoiling that to anyone. I think it's just assumed that she is experienced. Yeah. You know, the way we've seen her. Yeah. So, but it's funny to me because the way she's talking about it, you could tell that she's never had sex, that she's like, you already did it once. Like you got the awkward part out of the way. Like just go move on with it. Right. Because I think that's my favorite part of like some of the writing. Obviously early on, we had the call back between Ryan walking in on, on Sandy and Kirsten. And now we have the call back because it's like Seth and Summer are kind of poking and prodding in the same way. Different work. Yeah. Different yeah, work. Obviously, but it's but very similar. In a curious, like, okay, like I kind of want to I don't know. know what you're talking about. Right. Like, like <laughs> I, I want, I want, I kind of want the details. They can't. I want prov- you to like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they can't provide great advice because right. they, they no don't know. Right. <laughs> it's really funny. And, and then, then course- um, I just love that um, uh, Seth hypes up this the great date. date. <laughs> blows, and then, blows Ryan up, man. It's just- and space while it's happening is just priceless because Summer was just being like, she doesn't know anything about a date. Like, <laughs> And then Seth is like, well, he has this whole like three pong like plan, dude. Like, it's so funny. It, where he comes from, they don't even have a PF chain. So I'm like, oh my God, bad summer's back. <laughs> Such a bad line. Also, like, PF chains isn't nice. Like, <laughs> it's fine, but it's a chain restaurant. No it's one's like not- bragging about going down. It's because, like, PF chains, especially in this fancy. neighborhood. Exactly. That's like my thing. Like, <laughs> Like, it's nice. It's a nice restaurant. Like, you know, I would kill for some lettuce wraps right now. But, like, it's not nice in Newport. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) You were losing your virginity while I was playing Magic. And And then he's like, you still are. (laughs) And he goes, not as much. It was really funny. It was great. Their their oh. chemistry is my favorite thing on the oh, show. So good. It's so funny. I love it. To me, I just love 
that they they haven't known each other that long. We're talking maybe a yeah. month, maybe two months on max, two months, right? And they give each other crap back and forth. Yeah, and questions. like you, you can know? tell you they personal or anything yeah, like that. You know, you can totally tell that um, they've really like embraced each other, and um, like Ryan isn't very like emotionally open or like available. But yeah. I feel like he trusts Seth like a lot. Like right, he does. And I think that it just it goes to show they're implying that there's a lot of um them bonding together, like that's not shown obviously on right. this show. Like you can tell that they're living together. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um and then we transition to Sandy and Rachel. Um <laughs> which she says a hilarious line. Sandy Cohen, are you cheating on me with your wife? <laughs> the line was so good. I couldn't help but laugh. She's so like, she, I don't know. I hate the way she's written. It drives me nuts. Oh, God. I love it. I do. I, I hate it. I love it so much. I hate it because she can't just be like a good female lawyer that like you're slightly jealous of because she's younger and obviously attractive. Like they yeah. had to make her like, making moves and like sleazy and like she could have just been like a good lawyer she could have been the person that literally like five minutes later we talk when when caleb is talking to to kears she could have been that person not the she really is right yeah and i just feel like i don't know i feel like if the show were written today she would have been written a lot differently i agree 100 percent um obviously um that moment happens and then guess who's back? Good old Julie. Good Did old. you miss her? Uh, maybe a little bit. But the only that... reason I miss her is because we're about to have her with our favorite, favorite written character on this show, Mr. Caleb. He, as well. He's so good. He, I love to hate him so much. But I mean, like, I also love to hate Julie. So I did miss Julie. I won't lie. It just... Caleb messes with grown his grown children you know um i mean at this point in time we're only seeing one of his grown children Mm -hmm. but julie messing with marissa bothers me because marissa is still growing up and like needs parents to guide her so i think that's why i give caleb more of a pass because like kirsten is her own person she's an adult it's fine i mean it's not fine the way he treats her but like it's a little harder to watch julie mistreat you kind of know uh, what Marissa, you're getting because like yeah like and like kirsten knows how to work with him knows how to like work around him but yeah. like marissa needs a parent like marissa needs stability and mm-hmm. that's why i have a hard time watching julie yeah, kirsten's but, like a 35 40 year old probably 40 yeah. 45 year old woman that's that's well off on her ways already in life. yeah so it's like it, i mean obviously it affects her still but like it's harder to watch julie because she is um ruining marissa's life and childhood and poor Caitlin. Poor I don't I gotta talk. I've got something to say about her later. Caitlin's my MVP. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've got something to say about her later, but that's that's we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um she finally makes an appearance back in this episode uh, show. Um, so I many have a question. Make I have a huge question. All right. How is Julie Cooper paying for anything at this point in time? I have Caleb, I guess. It's weird though, right? Like, it's hundred percent. I don't even know how she's existing in the world, but like, I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I understand like she has a house over her head, but like, how is she paying I, for food? Like, 
getting her nails done. That was, kind of hair was, she's getting done once a week. Like, how did, how did Jimmy Cooper get an apartment? How did Jimmy Cooper keep an apartment over his head? I don't know. It's very weird. Very weird. I will say, um, Caleb taught me something in this episode very early on. Um, I've never heard this comment before. The only only man a woman should trust is her father. I've never heard that in my life. Which is so funny because, like, if you haven't ever watched this show, so you don't know what's coming with any of these characters. Right. If if someone was like, choose between trusting Caleb or Sandy, you would obviously (laughs) trust Sandy. So, like, what? (laughs) Like... Exactly. That's that's the problem. So first problem is I've never heard that comment before. Second problem is it's who is saying it, which makes it worse because <laughs> Caleb is a bad dad. He didn't even go to his own daughter's wedding. Yeah, like he, and they rescheduled the wedding three times so that he could make it to the wedding and still didn't show up to the just, wedding. Honestly, like, but I that props to the actor man for delivering that line in in character as Caleb. Impressive, impressive <laughs> really? acting. So good. He made. I mean, I bought it. Like, I mean, I did. I was yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. I mean, and then I thought about. It, I was like, no, wait a minute. What? <laughs> like, that's not even. Because he remote. says it, and you're like, okay, that's one of those sayings. Whatever. Everything but then you're like, it's not a saying. It's not. Like, no. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> we tra- We transition here to obviously. So this is so funny. When I think, what do we got? We have uh, Ryan. And Seth. Anna. Anna, Anna's there too, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> I love it because um, we've talked about this a few times. One of my favorite things on this show is um, uh, like whoever Seth and Ryan are dating, interacting with the other one, like yeah. Seth and Ryan. It's yeah. like one of my favorite things because it's so like pure, like that, like Ryan going, like bonding with Anna and be like hyping up Seth is right. so cute because like, they are technically brothers, I guess you could say. And then right. like, but they're also like really good friends. And he's like, watch out for this one. And I'm exactly. like, that's so pure. And like, Anna's sitting there and they're talking about this date that Seth has <laughs> like. Blown out of proportion. <laughs> but it's not planned at all. And she's like, why don't you just take her to dinner and a movie? And he's like, cause Seth said it was going to be the best date ever. And that's not the best date ever. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He's like, Summer likes waxing, tanning, and shopping. Maybe there's something there. They're best friends. And Anna's like, I didn't know Summer was so... What did she say? It was so funny. I don't remember what she exactly said. She's like, I didn't know Summer was so deep. It's so funny. (laughs) And he goes, I asked Summer what Marissa wanted to do, and she said she didn't know. And Anna's like, super helpful. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh man, God, he just and it's like he said that in front of Summer that there was the best date ever that was planned, and then he's like asking Summer what they should do. Oh my goodness, I just love it's it. It's so funny. And then, <laughs> go ahead. They like disperse, and it's just Anna and Seth, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just going on and on and on about Summer, <laughs> and like it was like the funniest acting because you know when you can see someone thinking. Before they say something. Yep. Like you could see her like um Smart Armstrong, like before she said something, she's like, like you can see her <laughs> internalizing where she turns to Seth. She's like, can uh, you just not talk about summer for five minutes? Like it was just really funny, like comedic acting to like see her processing that before 
she said it because it's exactly what you would do with someone who like won't shut up about oh, something God. Yeah, like where you're like is this the moment where i snap and she was like thinking like i'm gonna snap i'm gonna snap and then she looks at him and she snaps and it's so funny so bad um can we also <laughs> can we talk about how seth burned a cd with all of his favorite songs with the word summer in it how long did that take like oh my god and I also love that he's like, we don't talk just about summer. We talk about this and this. And it's two things that she's like, no, these were also about summer. Like, <laughs> like it was really good. Oh, so good. And then I just love that he's like, fine, I won't talk about her anymore. And then Anna's like, I'm going to go get dessert and just leaves him. <laughs> so funny. Um, Marissa walks in on Jimmy and Julia. Which is, um, by the way, I have a comment here. Um, Marissa's carrying this beautiful Chanel quilted tote yes. that present day retails for $4,790. So please don't tell me about them being broke. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, they have nice things. You know I mean? I, that's, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. So in this particular moment, um, Jimmy said, <laughs> Jimmy is comment here. Literally should win MVP just for his comment. He says, nobody has fewer nicer things to say about your mother than me. <laughs> it was really funny. It's also really funny because she gives him the meanest side eye I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, that's what that's even though they're getting a divorce. I'm like, that's marriage in a nutshell. Is that so me, look that she gives him? <laughs> so obviously if everybody's listening at home, they know what happens throughout the rest of this episode. My question to you is this. You hear that comment, and what in the world makes Marissa think for the rest of the episode that her parents are getting back to potentially get Especially back Especially because to me, in this moment specifically, I was like, okay, Jimmy and Julie are on board with their divorce. That's what it came across to me like. Yeah. And that they're on board that like, in order to present this united front from two different homes, mm -hmm. that they need to like be kind to one another in front of Marissa at least. And so I was like watching this and I was like, you know what? Like they're moving forward with the divorce and then making amends. But then the rest of the entire episode, Marissa's like, we're going to be a family again. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I was like the next door and we'll be able to hang out together all the who time. Who said that? Like who said anything about that? Marissa said nobody, <laughs> not one person. And then Ryan having to tiptoe around the situation the whole episode. I'm like, I would break up with Marissa. Like I... Just for the airheadness of what was going on. It was really weird. But I guess it's one of those things, like, she really wanted them to be together. So she was like, maybe it'll work out. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, because, like, after that, you know, they're, she's talking to, obviously, she has to bail on the date. The world's greatest date in the history of the world. She so has to funny. Bail on it, you know, and it's like a romantic night with my mom. He said, your mom hates me. And he's, no, Wait, she, my favorite she, thing is, she's like, instead of your romantic date, yes. we'll be spending a romantic night on a yacht, on the ocean, with my mom. Like, I was like, oh, what? And, um, and this is literally the next scene because she's excited about this yacht. She's excited about everything. So excited. She's like, so, I'm so happy. This is never be an accomplishment. And it's like, like what? that's how angry Ricky is, guys. <laughs> so we're here making angry sound effects. <laughs> Can't handle the truth. <laughs> It's um literally hilarious because she is like, I'm so happy. I'm never this happy. And she's like, not even just about my family getting back together. I'm like, bro, no one said your family's getting back together. Like, <laughs> nobody at all. 
it, it's really wild. I don't know. Then she calls him her boyfriend. Yes. And it's when they're hugging. So yes. she cannot see his face. And his face is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, like whoa. no. I didn't no. remember asking. I didn't remember asking. <laughs> um, Really funny. I would have been really freaked out if I was Ryan. Yes. But I like that she said, like, being someone, being with someone is not about, like, dates and materialistic things. It's about moments like this. Right. Where did she learn that from? Exactly. Where? (laughs) I I don't understand. I don't understand because, you know, obviously she was in a very materialistic relationship with Luke. Yeah. And then she has parent. She has a mother that is super materialistic. She has a dad that I, I don't even know. Like, I don't, like, I don't know how to describe Jimmy. But I really like, don't either. Just he's a caring father from a distance, I think is what yeah. you could call Jimmy. So where did she learn that this is exactly what? Her, and there's nobody around her that has the foundation of a relationship Maybe Sandy and, and Kirsten, but she's not around according to what we understand. She and this never is the first time she's really like around getting, them. Right. So yeah. where did she understand the materialistic thing is out the window? Because And like her best friend is Summer, who doesn't have a boyfriend. Like literally went to a party to find a man that would be rich so that she can marry him and be Yeah. Like, so it's like I thing. don't I don't understand, but maybe her therapist told her. Possibly. Um, we transitioned to Seth and Ryan, which is hilarious because I wrote this down like this. Um, let's see. Um, Anna thinks all I talk about is summer. And he just looks at him. <laughs> and he's like, do you want me to lie? <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. It's just, um, it was just, yeah. Um, him and then he just keeps talking about it, about yep. summer. Just won't stop talking about summer. And then Ryan just continues to give him the Ryan glance. Yep. And he's like, I'm doing it again. And he's like, God, I hate that guy. And he's like, I am that guy. And it's really <laughs> funny because he just continues to talk about Summer. The entire time. It's hilarious. Um, okay. <laughs> then we transfer to Sandy and Kirsten, where I think this might get a little uh, little heated on this episode. Maybe just a little bit. Uh-oh. Well, so obviously they're talking. And he goes, <laughs> first off, he gets home at 2 a.m. Um, okay. If cancel you- dates. Like, come on. When you be mad at Stanford? Wait, she calls him Stanford, not Stanford. So weird. Because uh, Caleb called him Stanford on the first episode. And I was like, that's not his name. Um, I don't know. But 2 a.m., that's a little late. So then <laughs> he goes, I love you. If our settlement conference goes good, we could be home by 6. And he, she goes, is that a bribe? It was really funny. And then she goes, is Rachel's boyfriend as understanding am I? And then Sandy goes, Rachel doesn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> a typical man, no offense, not realizing that was like a dig. And like, a, I know Rachel doesn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was really funny. And then, of course, they get a little hot and heavy for a second. And then here comes Ryan. So funny because he makes that like uncomfortable, like, um smirk you know yep. when you like see someone in the hallway or something and you don't want to talk to them and um just goes into his pool house and then kirsten's like you still need to have the talk with him and it's so funny because he just like it he's like i'd rather lead by example and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's so funny sandy's uh, quick man he's a quick thinker 
Oh, it's so good. Oh my God. I love how like, and it's the thing about it is, is like, they don't let him have a pause. They don't let him pause. Right. He just, he just, bam, he says, yeah, that, like, it's live. So I love that. Um, <laughs> Seth, I thought you didn't do girlfriends or you did them, but didn't. <laughs> so, funny. so funny. It's so funny. I love that this Seth has this infatuation in his head with Ryan, Ryan having sex with multiple women. It's just in his head. Like it's just, I it's feel like so it's so funny. Cause he's like, he wasn't around to ask him questions about it or like exactly. bother him about the women he was with. And it's so funny. And then of Ugh. course, and of course Seth is like overly talking about summer again. <laughs> Of course, because what else would he be talking about? Um, it <laughs> so um, let's see here. We have the moment. Um, let's see. Here. We go to the. Hang on a second. Where am I at here? The um, what is it? The settlement conference, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know why they keep calling it a conference. It's like a meeting. So this is good. It is because feisty. I, I I read I wrote right here. Caleb is one of the best written bad guys ever. He he really is. He just it, he is so like you want to punch him in the face, but at the same time, like I hate when he's not around. Like I was so excited to see him and Sandy go down. You know what I mean? Like absolutely, you needed to see that. Exactly. And um, Sandy's really quiet, and Rachel's doing all the talking. Mm -hmm. And because Caleb is so well written, knows he can attack Sandy. And if he attacks Sandy, he knows it'll get personal and it'll distract yep. from the, the actual settlement. End, right, exactly. And so, so one of my there's a couple a little, Yeah, go ahead. There's a couple things that really like set the mood for this. It is the first time that Caleb calls Kirsten Kiki, which is yep. the most annoying nickname, but it has such a deeper moment because they're in this meeting. It's important. And um, he's kind of like belittling Kirsten. Like he's not calling her Kirsten. He's oh. calling her Kiki, his personal nickname for her. Being like, she's just my daughter. She's just here. I run this show. Yep. And he's like, I thought in the papers, it said that this was going to be between son-in-law and father-in-law and sandy's not talking what's the deal sandy like what's going on yep. and he's like kiki here tells me you're out till 2 a.m with this one he's like you're never home you're canceling dates missing stuff with your sons what's going on sandy and sandy obviously cannot take this he is go he's getting red like but before he goes off on his tangent he stares at kirsten with the um Definitely. ultimate marriage i'm gonna handle this later but don't think i forgot look like and for me personally so okay i understand you're going to the war room you know, and, and Kirsten has to know, yes, Kirsten has to look at in the side of things. Obviously, that's she works for her dad. This is their side of the fence, stuff like that. Right. And then, of course, you have Sandy's side. It's hard to mix. We knew this was going to happen because you're mixing the relationship with the settlement. Right. Yes. And, you know, Sandy's being very quiet. Rachel's doing a lot of talking on purpose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rachel understands the dynamic there as well. You know, Rachel yeah. might be written kind of stupid in some in but moments. She's smart. But she's like, a very good lawyer, right? Yeah. So she knows she should be doing the talking. But Caleb also knows in the back of his head the way to get the focus from being on the settlement and away from what's happening. He needs to make it personal. 
why in the hell would Kirsten say anything about anything that's going on with their relationship, knowing damn well Caleb is going to mention because he so, hates he hates was, he hates Sandy off of this yeah. before this. He didn't like him yeah. before. So my thinking here was that um, they've established multiple times that Kirsten doesn't really have that many friends. Right. Like she sure. has those ladies, yeah, the newsies. I mean, you but, understand. So she probably gets really comfortable with her dad and forgets about the whole thing. But that's like where Caleb always has the upper hand is like, he's always on, like he's right. always, he's, he's always, always taking notes. yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like you're confiding in your dad. You're confiding no. in this guy who's yeah. going to use that against whoever you're talking about. And he did exactly that. Yeah. And it's like, Kirsten had that look on her face. Like she knew she did that. And it was like, not on purpose, but like, I don't know, like when I talk to someone that like I know doesn't like someone, I'm never going to talk poorly about that right. person to them because yeah. I'm aware of that right. happening. And like I used to date someone that like my best friend hated so much and I could never confide in her about anything that was happening with him because the second things were good, she'd be like, well, so I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Even if it's your dad, you can't do that. And it was really uncomfortable. It was very unfortunate. And okay, do you want to know how much he offered him? I need to know. Okay, so my what question you to you is this. So my question to you is this. Is there a dollar amount that could have been on that piece of paper that he would have said yes to? I don't think so. I think I don't he's think doing, so I think Caleb was doing so this out of spite for yeah, him. I, like, yeah, it, it didn't matter if he was offering him a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, I think like I think it it's just matter. out of spite. Yeah, it, also it, though, um kind of like Makes me question Kirsten um, at like her um, not political beliefs, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, ethics. Yeah, ethics. Yeah. yeah. Um, if a wildlife like conservative whatever is saying this land that they're purchasing is actually also part of the wetlands, I would back off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, but again, I know, it's not really it's, it's not really her yeah. place to kind of say it back off. Obviously, but, we know Caleb's the dominant male because Kirsten really doesn't say anything this entire meeting. Yeah. And like you know, that's why off. he's calling her Kiki. Like he hasn't done that the entire time he's ever been in an episode. He, he makes never, it never Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of like Kirsten, what what's going on? Like ethically, I'd be like, you know what? If the like environment conservation group is saying these, this land is also part of the wetlands. Yeah. I would be like, cause she even, the only thing she really says is it took them five years to acquire the wetlands in general that they yep. already have when yep. she was trying to say, it's going to take them another five years to get this other land. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. It's an ecosystem. <laughs> like, um, obviously after the slide, what weird to me was, as I was kind of surprised that Rachel had him slide the money. Because I feel like that was even more of a slap in the face to Caleb, but maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, maybe that's why. But it was I, weird because I'm like, they wanted them to settle. And then you have Sandy slide the money. Right. Or like so, the offer, it's weird. And I think no matter what, obviously, like we talked about, I don't think Caleb was ever going to say yes to the money. Yeah, never. already how he's acted prior to the, to the money even being slid across the table. He's yeah. already acting a fool. So obviously, and then. I love it. He says, "Don't let my don't let my silence here mislead you. I'm taking you down." Yeah. Oh yes. It was really funny too because he's like, "When I get you on the stand," and oh. like this whole time, Rachel's been like, "We don't go to court. We don't go to court." And I'm like, "Now you want to go to court?" Like, yeah. 
But a, I, I think, I mean, I think at that particular moment, Rachel also understands that there's no, he was not taking the, you know, he's not taking the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then it was really funny because I'm like, you guys aren't going to be home by six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2 a.m. again. Here we come. So funny. Um, we transitioned to Julie. Julie's so conniving, right? She's I don't just... trust her the entire time. Like, I already right. knew the twist that was coming. Right, of course. But I'm like, even if I didn't know, I would, just... I would not trust Julie. We've like, seen even, enough. Even if you get down to the hug. The hug was a setup. And she even held on for so long just so that Melissa could see. It wasn't just like a setup that bothered me. It was like a, she knew that Ryan knew it was phony. And she was like, just accept it. Like, yeah. Even whenever he, she hugged him. Because Ryan is really polite to adults. Like he's very polite. Even in the very first episode, like the pilot when they're like, he's the cousin from Boston or he's from Seattle. Like he doesn't like argue with these adults no. that he's put into situations with. He's very respectful and he's not with Julie. Cause he knows how Julie is. Like he knows deep down Julie's like motivations and he's like, uh, uh-uh, like not okay. Yeah. It's a good, but my, um, we skipped over Ryan's comedic bit. Um, Russ is like, I forgot I had this dress. Ryan's like happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's always funny and no one pays attention. <laughs> and Ryan is funny. Yeah, Ryan is he's he's super funny. Um, obviously we have that moment. Um can we talk about I I, I kind of missed it a little bit earlier, but like I really love Anna. I mean I love Anna, but like when I was watching this live on TV and then when I've rewatched it, I always thought Anna was like this really like strong female character, but like she's such a pushover. She really is. And I don't like that because, like, she is written, like, really well, but, like, she's a pushover with Seth. And I'm like, girl, you knew you were going to this thing. Seth, though, I think. Yeah. I mean, she has, she's, I mean, we know she's got the thing for Seth. You know what I'm saying? So. But it makes me sad. Just, like, she's telling Seth to man up and that girls like guys with confidence. And I'm like, girl, guys like girls with confidence. Like, come Mm -hmm. on. But I guess she sees that Seth likes Summer and she's like, he won't like me. But I love the I way I love, I love the way she slanders Summer in front of Sam in front of Summer, and Summer doesn't even realize that she's, she's literally like, "Are you making fun of me? I can't tell." <laughs> so funny. You and then she's like, "You do." She's like, "You do my work for me." <laughs> she's just so, it's so such a burn. Um, I I tell you what they, uh, we talk often about how great the camera work is on this uh, show, but like the way they utilize the camera work to kind of s- subtly show Summer watching Anna and, and, and Seth yeah, together. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really good because, you know, you start to see, obviously, the, the tone of the show, which obviously the synopsis is Summer realizes she likes Seth, but don't ever tell anyone. But <laughs> but you, you, you start to realize as the viewer, if you're watching this for the first time, obviously, if you're not, you understand already, but you start to see the little pieces that they drop in your head that summer slowly but surely becoming more and more jealous yeah. relationship between Anna and Seth. she knows it and she's starting to feel disgusted by it but at the same time she's also not able to i don't know resist the uh urge the, the charm know. of the cohen and the thing about it is 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 
Summer is in a predicament, and I think I talk about this later, but Summer is in this predicament for the first time in her life where she's not capable of getting something that she really, 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 really wants. You know what I mean? She's always yeah. used to snapping her fingers, and that's what she gets. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then we can transition to talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy's in the doghouse, let's say. Come yeah. I mean, but he has a okay. right. He has a right to be angry here. Okay, but so does she. They both are they both are annoying me. Wait a minute, hold on. Why does hold on? Why does Kirsten have a right to be angry? Okay, because also my favorite part of this entire thing is that Ryan's in the background the entire argument. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they're clearing the table. Mm -hmm. Sandy missed another dinner, but Kirsten was able to be home. Mm -hmm. I know it's made up to look like that um, Caleb is always in charge, but we've already been made to believe Kirsten's doing all the heavy lifting. Caleb at this point is just a figurehead. Mm -hmm. So Kirsten can be home for dinner, which by the way, they're like, there's a pot roast, but we were told Kirsten doesn't cook. Who made the pot roast? I thought it was, didn't the lady make it probably? They Rosa? Yeah. I don't know, but it was really weird. It bothered me because I'm like, they should have had Chinese takeout like normal. Okay. Um, Sandy what? is yelling at her, like, don't talk to your dad. And I'm like, I agree with him. But she has a solid point. Who would she talk to? He's never there. She's like, who would I talk to? Seth? And it's really funny because then Ryan's in the background, like, stares at them. Like, I'm standing here, guys. Okay. But so who would she talk to? Wait a minute. So we're supposed to... Um... Well, I don't understand why she would. I'm still confused why she should be. I'm not saying she shouldn't be uh, slightly upset, but if she can be home for dinner that night, but, so could have Sandy. Sandy is most likely a big difference, though. I do think that there's a, there's a difference between being the person that is on the opposing side of getting sued or being in that particular than it is. You know, but, okay, you know but at the end that. of the day, like that one day, like he, I think it's one day he could have made an effort to be home. But he's angry and upset, and now he wants. I don't to know, like when you, they have kids, they need to make an effort. He wants to take down Caleb. Now. I, I he, understand, but like that's something their kids are gonna read about in the paper, and like they should be presenting this united front at home for their kids. <sighs> But he's mad. And he yeah, right but like mad. They both have a right to be mad. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I I would be a little upset that like he's not making any effort whatsoever and is staying at, out till two a.m. working every single night. Like pick one night a week to be like, this is my family night. I'm gonna at least be home for dinner. He could come home for dinner and leave for all I care. Make an effort. Off, we're bouncing off the the the. We're bouncing off the. What just happened, right? It's game on now, though. You know but what I mean? But it's game on with Caleb. It's not like it's game on with his wife. Right. So he's got to figure out. And you know, understand, Caleb has money on for but, days and days and days and days. So he knows that he's going to have to bring everything to I him. understand, but it's not like the trial is the next day. Like, he can come home for dinner. I love He says, you don't have to go running to your daddy. But, okay, like... It's her boss, and when he is probably, like, she obviously made a point that one day to be, like, I can't stay late for dinner because I'm going to – I have a date with Sandy. 
and then she had to be like, I can stay late because I'm not going with Sandy anymore. He's going to be like, what the fuck happened? And it's like, I don't know. It's different. It's her dad. He like lays the traps and it's not, I don't know. He's not, not no, he, does. Caleb. he does. He does. I understand that. But he's but, mad at Caleb and it's like weird. And they're having this argument. He's not, he's not mad at, but he, he's mad at Caleb. Yes. But he's mad at Caleb because of the things that Kirsten told him. But yes, but it's like, don't have this argument in front of your children and come home for dinner every once in a while. I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm also saying that I dropped my pen. But I'm also <laughs> saying that we are in a predicament right now where Sandy is upset. And they have, we they will see in two scenes from now who he is upset with and what he does when he's upset. <laughs> okay, I, I understand. But also, it was kind of a low blow whenever he said, why don't you go to Jimmy? That was pretty fucking, that was pretty mean. It was those oh, mean. That was a low blow. <laughs> that was a low blow, but also very factual as well. Um, but it was kind of a low blow. It was a low blow because Ryan is standing there. But also true. Um, but also a low blow. <laughs> this hatred for Kirsten, man. It's this still around. I knew this is where we were gonna we were gonna disagree. I knew it because it knew in my my head that you were gonna be. If you say Sandy's I MVP, I'm leaving the show. <laughs> You're going to leave the show? Yeah, I'm going to leave. You're going to have to do this by yourself. <laughs> He's like, shit, Sandy, you're my MVP. Oh, I'm going to have to cross out my MVP. Yeah, um, right. Uh, I love the scene after. It's like, in-laws. <laughs> if you figure them out, let me know. Is what I, I will say, um, I wasn't fond of Sandy's talk about the relationship at this particular moment with Ryan. I will say that, okay? I didn't like Because, that. okay, like, one, I never saw my parents fight, like, ever growing up, but, like, if you did see them fighting, you shouldn't turn around and be like, don't ever get married. Like, that's not... Yeah. Uh, look, I'm criticizing Sandy right now, okay? I'm criticizing him, alright? I'm criticizing as Sandy. You, as you should be. As you should be. <laughs> After the moment where he was 100% right for going off. Um, obviously, um, we see he, the moment. Yeah. Poor Ryan. Like, Ryan is, like, one of those people that, like, witnesses a murder, and, like, you, they see him witness it. Like, I, Always Julie, the Julie is worse than the mob, let me tell you. Like, <laughs> Julie probably heads the mob in Orange County. Um, nice. he's taking the trash out, like a good kid. And sees uh, Caleb going up to Julie Cooper's house and sees them um, have a passionate kiss. Yeah. Sees Caleb enter Julie's home and Julie looks up and sees Ryan and knows Ryan witnessed this whole thing and it's so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. I hate it. Such a great scene. Um, really good. I need to see <laughs> like their the layout of their neighborhood though. Because like it's weird that like they're able to just see that direct down yeah, yeah it's, it's really quite, weird it's quite interesting because i would design my house differently i wouldn't have yeah. someone's driveway looking into my entrance yeah because that's really creepy that could be very creepy right yeah i don't like it um, um transition can we can we talk about that weird awkward like greeting what's up Holmes? and then seth responds chilling it's really weird it was like weird because like i thought she was like she obviously they comment Right. Yeah, he put she put in this effort. She Seth makes fun of her for wearing perfume. So I'm like, 
why would you greet him? What's up, Holmes? Like, it's just I, really weird. I don't know. Um, then we have the greatest line ever. Sometimes <laughs> you talk just to make sounds. Oh, no, not that one. That's funny. Oh. Too. Um, hot tub for the hose. I usually hang out in the grotto. <laughs> it's really funny. And then, and then um, Marissa goes, running the little girl's room. And then Anna goes, I'll come with you. And it's really weird because like, I'm like, you're in a house. You're not like at a restaurant or something. <laughs> exactly. where it's like, like, it's really you're weird. You're at Owen's house. It's not, yeah. It's and weird. Then, <laughs> Seth goes, girls can't be alone. And then they kind of both look back at him. And then Ryan goes, sometimes I think we talk just to make sounds. And then I love Seth goes, I do. <laughs> He's goes, it's really funny. It's so funny. Hilarious. And then um, Ryan or Kirsten comes in and is like, time to go. And Ryan's like, where's Sandy? And she's like, don't ask. Um, she, she asked where the girls are. <laughs> he goes, the girls are peeing. Kirsten says, don't say peeing. It's so funny. But Seth, don't say that. <laughs> so funny. Um, and then next. Okay, so <laughs> we get to the to the, the, the yacht or whatever, right? Party time. Um, Question. Caitlin yeah. has a purse. Caitlin is what? Eight? Nine? Why is why is Caitlin so mad at Ryan? She's it's, so mean to him. Because she really liked Luke. They made it like abundantly clear in the background of a few episodes. She's obsessed with Luke. Okay. Okay. Must have yeah, okay. All right. Um, and then of I course I think she had a crush on Luke and she does not have a crush on Ryan, so she might not want Ryan around. <laughs> and then <laughs> where's the sandman? <laughs> I love the way he talks about Sandy. It's so funny. He has like so little respect for it's the way you never want your in-laws to be about you. <laughs> but his follow-up line is just as good. He looks at he looks at Seth and goes, built like a pipe cleaner, but looking sharp. It's so funny. Like, why are you calling your grandchild a pipe cleaner? Oh man, I wrote down right here. Caleb's on fire. <laughs> I like when he's like like full blast, like full steam ahead. It's like the Titanic, man. Oh, good. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Summer shows up um, and is immensely, immensely, like right off the rib, jealous of Anna. So jealous. She's never, and this is the thing, like we've never, like we have now, obviously, a few minutes ago, but we've never really seen Anna dolled up, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, she's like kind of like a tomboy-ish, comic bud nerd-ish, but yeah. when, when Anna dolls up, she looks great. You know what I mean? She's, yeah beautiful so it's like because she's right. like written like quirky so she dresses right. like she dresses more like fashion forward versus just right. like appealing yeah. and that's the opposite of summer but right. um, now summer seeing that other side and it's like oh maybe i do have some confidence yeah. to worry about you know what i mean so definitely i do love throughout the episode seeing that side of summer we see a real version of summer kind of breaking out you know what i'm saying yeah um, and I, I put the note here who's used to getting everything she wants. That was where that, that note I made, um, you know, so um, let's see here. Um, where are we at next? Where do we get to? Julie and Ryan at the bar. Oh um, yeah. The Ryan, Julia, Julia, yeah, Julia. It's, um, it's really uncomfortable. Um, yeah. she's so. like, I appreciate you for not saying anything. And he's like, you might be okay with lying to Marissa, but I'm mm. not. And she's like, you should keep this to yourself. It's not any of your business. I'm like, it is his business. Like, he literally saw it. 
It's his woman. It's not like it's, but on top of it, it is his woman. But it's not like it's something he overheard or something. Like he physically saw it. Like not just that. He knows in the back of his head. Marissa is 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 has set. it made up in her head yeah. that Jimmy and Julie are getting back together. The family's getting back together. She's gonna move in next door. They're gonna be able to hang out all the time. Everything's gonna be normal again. And yeah, you know, in the back of her head, she's coming off of a, an overdose where she almost tried, she almost killed herself. Yeah, he understands in the back of her head that Julie and Caleb—that's not good for anybody, you know. You know, not for Marissa. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's so it's such poor parenting. It's ridiculous. And then, um, <laughs> can we talk? All right. Um. So who who asked this question? No, it must. Yeah. So Marissa and and Summer, right? I think it is. How mm-hmm. goes Chip? <laughs> I'm so confused. I thought his name was like. I don't remember. I thought his name was something else. And she said Chip. And I was like, what? He's surprised the ocean is big. Smoke another beer, Chip. What? So Smoke weird. Beer? So, so weird. She said it. And I was like, what? Very weird. But um, I just love that Marissa's like, Anna's cool. And Summer's like, no. Like, you're my friend. You're supposed to say no. What does what does Seth see in Tinkerbell? <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. It's, it's so really funny. funny. He goes from smoking weed, smoke another beer chip to what does he what does Seth see in Tinkerbell? It's like it was like how are these the same written person? It's so funny cuz it's, it's like so that's so funny. dumb and then Tinkerbell's such a good line. Ridiculous. Calls her ass out for liking Seth, which is so good. It, it's it, so cute. It's so funny. She's it's like, something only your best friend could do. Right, you know? exactly. She's like, Ryan and Seth have those moments, right? He calls Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, so you do talk about Summer too damn much. Like, you do. Like It's so funny. It's uh, so good. So good. And uh, I also just like seeing Marissa, like, playful and not so, like, stern and serious. and Which is funny to say stern. Anna Stern. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Ryan and Marissa. He tells her. It's so awkward at first because he's not telling her. He's like, that doesn't, it doesn't always work out. And she's like, well, it, just because it happened with your parents doesn't mean it's going to happen with mine. And he couldn't see him just being like, oh my God, I can't take this. And he tells her. And it's so it's kind of, uncomfortable. Kind of our facial expression. It's like, it's, they're, yeah. just, they're so good, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So good. But it's so uncomfortable. It's weird in a way because it's like, in my head, it's like, man, you have to tell her if you're Ryan. But in the you other, have to. understand the back because if she finds out that you knew and you didn't tell her, yeah, whew, that's not an argument you want to get in. It's hitting the fan. Um, we transition then to Rachel and Sandy. Can we talk about my man for a minute, please? What you're happy to talk about this? I'm love. I'd love to talk about this. Okay. Why do should I not be happy? I think he, um, I don't know. He made me uncomfortable. He made you uncomfortable? Yeah. He's like, she made the moves here. I know. I know. I know. But he kind of let it go on too long. Like, he kind of, like, fed the fire. And then she interpreted that as a move to go forward. You know what I mean? Like, because she's like, who would get that idea that we're having an affair? And he should have been like, you no one should have that idea. Your Sandy eyebrow shirt. You are banished from the Sandy. No, I love Sandy. And he does do the right thing. But he, like, 
It says right here. He lets it go on too long. I don't no. know. Crappy hint. My man. My no. Man. No. No. The right thing here. He, he does, does do the right. I'm not saying he doesn't do the right thing. I'm just saying like she was probably waiting for him to be like absolutely no, like no, no, no. And he doesn't really ever say no. He's like uncomfortable and laughing. I'm like, you need to just be frank and be like no. And he does do it eventually, but he didn't do it early enough for me personally. Um, if, anything right in Kenzie's eyes is all I'm taking away. I love Sandy. Sandy's my favorite character on this entire show, but not it, made, You've it been made me uncomfortable. Sandy fan club. I've, I've abolished you from it. Now. So Rachel tries to kiss him and she he's like, I got a boat to catch. Boom. And, and I liked that. It was good. It was a good line. It really was. It was like, it wasn't like a no. It was like, I had like, this is important. Yeah. I gotta go. Which is funny. Which further proves he can just leave work. No, no he had <laughs> this particular moment because he knew. No, 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 no. I think he was never going to go to the party. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to go to the party. I mean, which he ends up regretting. <laughs> yeah. We'll um, and then they cut to Anna and Seth. Yep. And Anna makes a move and Seth rejects it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I do want to talk about this for just a second. I do exactly, I, I do exactly what they would do, right? I love people watching. It is my yeah, it's so funny. Our world, and it's she's like, "There's no people like this in Pittsburgh," and mm -hmm. it's really funny. But um, she leans in to kiss him, and he's like, "Are you thirsty? I'm thirsty." Yeah. And he goes and finds Summer, and then it happens. Summer kisses Seth, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god, no! I like Seth Cohen." And, and he's Seth like, what? Like, what? He's like, what? 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 what and she's you like, you can't repeat that. She's like, don't repeat that to anyone. Mm -hmm. And she's like, if you do, I'll kill you. So good. And um, it's really funny because this is all happening at the same time as um, Julie making a speech and yeah. inviting Marissa up on her own. Who has and, no clue that she knows. Yeah. Zero. Um, and Marissa is a trooper. And it's like, yeah, I'll come up. And Ryan. And Ryan's face is like, please do not do this. And not all these people. And um, Marissa's like, you know what? I'm going to give a speech. I'm, I'm going to do this. So Caitlin is picking the raffle winner of a romantic weekend getaway. Mm -hmm. And um, Marissa steals the microphone and is like, you know who deserves a romantic weekend getaway? Mm. Julie Cooper and Caleb Nickel. Because they're a couple. And mm. then she just stares at Julie. Just mm. gives her the meanest look I've ever seen. Mm. And um, then Jimmy has a great line. Where um, Julie kind of leans into him and is like, honey, mm. like I'm so sorry, honey. And he's like, I don't care. You're, you're Caleb's problem now. Yeah. He's like, after this, I'm done with you. And we talk about <laughs> the flash in. Because... Again, camera work, always great. We always get the facial expressions that, that we need. Seth, I mean, Ryan is is somewhat satisfied in a way. He's, he's satisfied, but he's terrified. Right, you know what I mean? It's like a mix of both. He's yeah. got like a half smirk. Yeah, this is awesome because I, I told you, I told yeah. you. It's like, I, I told you Julie was not changed, but I can't tell you that because that's your mom type thing. Yeah. You know I mean? like, but in it's the back so of the head, he's like, yeah, I told you. It's um, amazing. Yeah, it. After I'm done with your Caleb problem, that was so good. Um, 
I, and I, can we talk about how Sandy and Kirsten win? Is it's just <laughs> so. Yeah, and then poor Caitlin is just standing there. Well, the raffle <laughs> winner is Sandy and Kirsten Cohen, and then <laughs> Kirsten kind of like laughs because she's like, "Oh my god! Like this is the last thing that we need to do right now." And, and then it cuts to Julie and Marissa having a throw down. Mm. Um, Marissa is clearly in the right here. I mean, she did it the wrong way, but like. She is correct in the situation that Julie kind of misled everyone a little bit. And um, she's like, how could you do that to me and Caitlin? And mm -hmm. Julie's like, I knew what I was doing. I was going to tell you guys later. And Marissa's like, you can't like mess with your family. Like you can lie about whatever you can be mischievous. For some reason, Marissa thought the family was getting back together. We still don't know why. I still don't know why, but because I'm like, Jimmy's not that bad. No. Because Jimmy didn't think they were getting mad together. Like, I mean, he literally said, there's not a person that I have ni less nice words to say about than her. It's really weird. And then it transitions to Kirsten yelling at Caleb. Mm -hmm. So good. Um, Kirsten's buff. Did you uh, notice? Yes, very much so. She's like, like her arms, man. Um, um, but she has such a great line. Go ahead. She's like, outside of the office, we have nothing to say to each other. I It was good. Yeah, because, you know, she does. Obviously, she understands why Sandy was frustrated, right? You know what I mean? She, she knew. Like, knew she just thought um, she was confiding in her dad, not right. her mm -hmm. boss. Right. Um, and then I, I love the I love when Seth goes because this is right before she goes off on on her dad or whatever. But Julie Julie Cooper and my grandfather. It's just the way he says it is hilarious. It's so funny. Uh, I love the way they're walking out together and and Summer looks down at Seth and, and she's like, like throat thing. You know what I mean? Like it's and he so just, funny. It, it's super hilarious. And then I love Sandy shows up and I'm goes, here. <laughs> and she she's goes, like, we're not leaving. He's and then he's like, but I wore a jacket. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and then uh, I love that it's like Sandy and Kirsten talking. And Sandy's like, Julie Cooper in theory could be your stepmother. <laughs> I love like Sandy's so invested in the gossip. Like it's hilarious. He says, I'm late to one event and I miss everything. <laughs> it's so funny. Like he hates these things, but this is a bad one to miss. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's so funny. I have a question. Um, if this was a yacht party, because I watch a lot of these um, rich drama shows, like Revenge yeah. and all these other shows, the yacht should have departed at some point. It was just like a, it was a docked yacht party. It was really weird. Maybe they didn't get the right permit. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then the episode ends the same way it started. Right. Ryan and Marissa all steamy. All steamy sex scene going on right now, huh? It's, but um... Bye. No sex. <laughs> My man's a gentleman. My man's he is. Very much a gentleman. He looks at her. I love when he goes, do you snore? It's so funny. And then she goes, so no, funny. well, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then of course, you know, he was like, I thought we were going to sleep and then we know what happens. And then, you know, kumbaya, the episode's over. It's so funny. So, my question for you is, who is your MVP? I'm actually going to go Seth. I don't think I've ever chosen Seth, but I'm going <laughs> to go Seth. I I think this episode had a lot of, like, bad light on so many characters. Yeah. Not Ryan, but um, I don't know. I just feel like Seth was, like, extra funny. 
he had a lot of like going for him this episode. Yeah. So I went to who do you, who you got? I uh I went uh <laughs> went Caleb? Through. You went Sandy? I did. Goodbye. Um I, can I make my case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went Sandy Cohen for several reasons. Okay. One, I like the aggressive side of Sandy that we've never seen before. At work? Yes. Um, that was <laughs> at work. <laughs> well played. I don't know if you meant to do it that way, but that was well played. <laughs> I did. Okay. That was well played. Um, I loved it. Um, I do like to see a little fire in him. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes he can be played. Very offered, laid back. Right. As laid back. As kind of kind of goofy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's kind of what his character is. But I, I loved his aggression here. And, and, and my man turned down the advances. I was very proud of him. I'll, I'll give you this. <laughs> oh, I won't quit. It's fine. It's very sweet of you. Thanks. <laughs> What's your fun fact for the episode? I have two. Ooh. This was our very first episode without Luke. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And um, when Marissa says that she's never slept with anyone, she already had a sleepover with Ryan. Oh, <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah, at the hotel, right? Yeah, and they were on their yeah. way to Tijuana, and their car got um, crashed by summer. Well played. Very interesting. Because technically, I mean, you could say that you know Seth and Summer slept together. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah, you're right. Look at dang, that's a good one. I like it. It's very weird. I don't I like, like it. Coming after you, Marissa. All right, folks, do us a favor. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Thank you continuously supporting the show. Give Kenzie a follow on Twitter, at Ken's Venue. Give myself a follow at Ricky Vlar underscore. Uh, thank you so much for the continued support and continuing to listen to us. It, it just it gives us a little bit more validation between what we're doing. Kenzie and I are having a blast. We, as you can tell. I so feel like I've had somebody comment on one of our things and they're like, you guys have great chemistry together. And it's just, we're both super passionate about this show. We love it. It's just it. so great. It's it so is. fun to talk about. It's the best it show. Is. And, and, the and way everyone we- comment who you prefer, Sandy or Kirsten. Let's go. I, I Let's this, pick sides. I think I did this on Reddit and I'm pretty positive that Sandy. Sandy won. Yeah. Getting like remarks. No, I, I love Sandy. It's just funny. Sandy's my favorite character on the show. Oh, he's he's fantastic, and and like I said, it, we just uh, we really do appreciate it. We we having a blast here. Um, I can't believe we're ten episodes into this. It's like crazy. This, this is literally an idea that was put on a uh, a couple text messages, and it's turned into something way more than that, which I love because it's just amazing. And uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. I'll see you later. Oh snap! I did it. <laughs>